You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 25, where we talk today about all the many, many choices you face around food every single day and how to make those choices in a way that will lead you toward eating like a naturally slim woman. That reminds me, by the way, I have had some emails reminding me that as I speak to you, you're not all women. And of course, everything I say and all my recommendations are as valid and helpful for men as well as women. I do work in my private practice mostly with women. So please understand that when I say naturally slim woman, I truly mean whoever's listening and someone who's eating more than they need in that moment. And you can apply everything I suggest to yourself. So welcome back. I'd like to welcome old friends and new listeners to our 25th podcast episode, or as I like to think of it, as your 25th coaching session with me. Thank you for showing up and giving yourself the gift of coaching, because getting support when you need it is one of the best things you can do for yourself. And I'd like to give a really big thank you to those of you who have taken the time to leave me a rating and a review so that more and more people just like you can find me and get support. Now, every single day, we're all faced with many choices in all different areas of life. And most of the choices I'm concerned about today, of course, are in the area of food and eating, but also in moving your body managing your emotional life, and just taking care of yourself in general. Each time you make a decision in one of these areas, that decision takes you either closer to what you want or further away from what you want. And so today, we're going to talk about how to face and deal with all those decisions you need to make on a daily basis without getting frustrated and giving up and going down that path of least resistance. And what I mean by that is doing what you've always done. So let me ask you this. Have you ever been at a fork in the road? You're faced with making a choice. You know that one choice will take you there where you've always gone. It may be that you see food that looks good and maybe you're not physically hungry in that moment, but your habit is to give in and eat it anyway. That choice will give you a result of extra weight on your body. Now, that's not the result you really want, but in the moment, it definitely seems like the easiest choice. And it's calling you. It's calling you loud and clear. Your mind is leading you to just give in and eat that food, whatever it is, simply because that's the pattern that you've created. And so many times you do give in, you do give in and you eat. But at that fork in the road, there is another path. The other path will take you somewhere you've rarely been. And that is to the place where you see food that looks tempting, yet your body isn't hungry. And so you pass on eating. You don't eat it. That path will give you, if you take it over and over again, the results that you truly desire. But it's a path that 
because it's rarely taken, it's very, very uncomfortable to take. So with all the choices that you get to make every day, should you eat this? Should you say no to yourself and not eat something? With all these choices, the question is, how do you reach your goal to change the way you eat? And you need to stay conscious every single time you make a choice. You make hundreds of choices every day. You decide what to wear when you wake up, whether to shower, what to eat for breakfast, whether to have one coffee or tea or more. You decide whether to exercise or not, how to drive to work, whether to eat a snack when you get to work. And that's probably all before nine o'clock in the morning. When you make these choices in the moment, you usually go with where your desires are leading you. Your desires are leading you to be comfortable. They're leading you to take the familiar road and to do what you've always done. But what that looks like for weight loss is this. You make these small choices and then you wake up to your end results and you're surprised. How did you get to this weight? Maybe you don't binge on large quantities of food and yet here you are in a body you barely recognize. And the reason is that results don't always show up right away, good ones or bad ones, but they all count and they definitely all add up. And this is called the compounding effect. There's a book by that name written by Darren Hardy. And what he basically says is that all choices count, no matter how small, with your eating, your relationships, how you live your life, every single thing counts. And over time, with consistency, give you a result. It's either the result you want or the result you don't want. So how do we see the compounding effect in our life? I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but do you remember the old clubs that banks had for savings? And they were called Christmas club accounts where you would put in a certain amount every single week, $5, $1, $10. And then at the holiday season, you had a chunk of money that you saved and you barely felt it all year long, but it added up to a chunk of money. Well, in your eating world and just about everywhere else, the same principle applies. Everything adds up, even if in the moment we don't feel like it counts. Every single thing we do takes us somewhere. It may be closer or it may be further away from what you ultimately want. And the choices you make, no matter how small, but if you make them consistently over time, that literally gives you your reality. When you make these choices, here are some of the things I hear my clients saying to themselves that they tell me, if you're even thinking about what you're doing. So you might say something like, oh, this is no big deal or this doesn't really count, just this once, or it's just a little bit, or I'll start tomorrow. And most of the time you do this, you make choices that move you further and further from where you really want to go, because you think these little decisions don't matter. But here's the thing, they all count, and they all add up, they all matter. So how do you go through your day 
and really through your whole life and make choices that will take you in the direction you actually want to go. Well, first, you need to make a clear-cut decision about what you want. What do you want your life to feel like? What do you want your body to feel like? How do you want your health to be? How do you want your sense of self, your self-esteem to be? I want you to really take the time to decide that you want to do things differently than you've been doing so that you can get a different result. Whether it's a different level of fitness by making decisions to move more or a different weight by making decisions to eat only what your body's asking for, not your mind. After you make this big overarching decision of what you want, I want you to go back and write down your big why. Why do you want to do this? This is really important because your why is what will allow you to create motivation and stay connected to your goal so your daily choices will be easier to follow. You won't have to force yourself. If you have not already signed up to get my free copy of my book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss, do that when you're finished listening and take a look at chapter 14 because the worksheet in that chapter will help you flesh out what you want exactly and why you want it. And that's a good thing to put in writing and have in front of you when you're trying to make changes. So after you've decided what you want and why, then you can begin to plan. Now, I know when I say the word plan, that there are some of you that are literally shuddering. Not me, I'm spontaneous, I'm creative, I'm just not a planner. But if you keep making the same mistakes with eating over and over again, without devoting any thought to your decisions, I'm encouraging you to take another look at planning and to find a way to give it another try in some kind of format that works for you. So that when you're faced with decisions that could take you either closer or further from your goal, most of the time you will have an idea of what you want to do if you have a mental plan. Because most of the time when you're faced with decisions of what you want to do, they're not unique decisions. They're not unique situations. Most of the time you're facing the same food or the same emotions or the same thoughts or situations that you face over and over again. So don't tell yourself that you're surprised and you didn't plan and you didn't expect this choice. These decisions happen in your life repeatedly. That's why it's so helpful to think ahead. So when this happens, what direction do you want to go in? What choice do you truly want to make? Now, when you're facing one of your favorite foods and you're not physically hungry, you may think in the moment, well, my choice is I really want to eat that cake. That's what I truly want. Of course, when you're choosing cake or no cake, you'll be leaning naturally toward eating the cake. But I want you to pause for just a few seconds or hopefully even a few minutes and allow some space to connect with what you truly desire. Your true desire is for happiness happiness that comes from reaching your goals, doing what's right, taking care of yourself. But those desires are in direct competition with the desire for pleasure in the moment. 
And the pleasure in the moment comes from the cake in the moment. So take a little pause to ask, is it real happiness and pride at getting where you want to go? Or is a few bites of that cake in the moment what will really keep you happy or will it keep you stuck where you are? Sometimes you may feel like you have no choice, especially if you're worrying that you'll be missing something really special if you decide not to have it. Here's where I want you to rise above yourself, figuratively speaking, and look down on yourself as you make these decisions. Your big choices come from looking at the big picture of your life, from looking down, from above looking down, see down the road where this choice will take you. You know where it will take you because you've been there many times before. So don't kid yourself and tell yourself that this is no big deal. This one choice is no big deal, but all these little choices add up. And good choices over a period of time with consistency are what will give you the positive results you really, really want. You know what your past decisions have created. You know what they've been. You know what results you've gotten. And that's why you're listening, right? So your past decisions have become patterns for you. And you think, so what's the big deal? And then you act, and then you eat something you're not hungry for, and then you get results, your weight, your health, your habits. But just because you've created these patterns doesn't mean that your future is sealed and that you're doomed to keep repeating these patterns. But you need to start somewhere. And know that when you're starting a new pattern, a new habit, there's going to be some discomfort. Know that doing something different will be uncomfortable in the beginning until that becomes your new pattern, and then it will be just what you do. So when you're faced with a cupcake, if you say eventually, no thanks, I'm not hungry, That will just be what you naturally do. There won't be a lot of thought around it. But in the beginning, it will require a lot of thought. So to make these changes in how you make choices all day long, figure out your most common situations where these choices come up. Get clear on what you don't know. You need to know where you need support. And take those common situations that come up regularly for you and pre-think them. Get objective for yourself. Pretend that a friend has come to you and is asking for your advice on how to make these decisions, on how to make these choices. And only focus on one type of decision at a time. Narrow things down so you could focus on one situation and get comfortable with the discomfort of making new choices in that situation and practice, and it will get more comfortable and more natural. Know what your habit is. Know what your pattern is. Where does your brain usually take you? What choices do you usually make? And then do the opposite. You also can do a little quick review of the pros and cons like this. Well, this may taste really, really good, but if I'm not hungry, I will definitely regret it long-term. Even if you don't see the results of eating extra food right away, over time, 
there is a 100% chance that you will see the results. And I want you to be aware of the result you'll be creating when you make these choices. How will you feel after you eat unneeded food? How will you feel tomorrow? Keep your thinking really, really simple. Are you hungry? Always your first question. And if you are, make a choice that will take care of your hunger and your goals for health and naturally slender eating. If you're not hungry, make a choice to say no to something that will definitely take you further from your goals. Keep it really simple. No bargaining. I don't want you to say, oh, I'll just have a little or I'll start tomorrow. Are you hungry right now is the big deciding question. And even if you are hungry and you decide to eat, you still need to stay connected to decide when to stop eating, when you're comfortably satisfied, when you're no longer hungry. I know that it seems like there are a lot of decisions to make. And I promise you with practice that you will be retraining your brain so that eventually it will not take so much work. It will not take so much thought. It will just be what you do naturally. And once you make the decision to eat or not eat, then stop. Stop second guessing your decision. Make the decision, be all in and move on. Because even if you make the wrong choice, as you're learning to think differently, you can use your mistakes to learn from. And at the end of the day, do a little mental review of how you did. Now, I do not want you to do the kind of review where you go over every single piece of food you put in your mouth, and then you beat yourself up for not being perfect, and you list all of your failures and all of your digressions. I want you to simply objectively, unemotionally, just notice where you made choices that you might like to make differently next time. And you might like to do this strategically with no beating at all. Just think about what you'll do next time. Learning to make good choices all through the day and the week and the month, it's going to take practice. It will be an ongoing process. So no perfectionism is allowed here. If you fall down, that does not affect all the rest of the choices. There is no starting over. Just move on from the very next choice. My email is in the show notes. I would love to know how you're doing. Please know that any tiny steps you take in the right direction will get you what you want, but you just have to keep doing them. You can't do them once and then stop. In my private practice, every few weeks, I have some openings for one-on-one clients. And the Freedom Group for Emotional Eaters is always an option that's open to you. So if you have any interest in either one of those things, check the show notes to learn more about these different ways to work with me. And don't forget to grab a copy of my book. That's it for now. Thank you for being here and giving yourself this time with me as a gift. This is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, remember to keep it real, just like you. Let me know how you're doing with this, and I will see you next week.